Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, this is BJ. Thanks for listening to our show's podcast. If you're a fan of all things geeky, you should check out my other podcast, BJ Shea's Geek Nation. We have new episodes every day, and you can check it out at BJGeekNation.com. Your wages are being garnished. We can stop that now. It's hard enough to pay your bills when things are good, let alone when a big chunk of your take-home pay is gone before you even get your check. I'm bankruptcy attorney Travis Gagné, and I can stop the garnishment and get the creditors off your back immediately, often the same day as our consultation. Both Chapter 7 and 13 provide bankruptcy relief, but choosing the right chapter is crucial. In a free consultation, we can create a plan to get your finances back under your control. The chapter you choose sets the tone for the next chapter of your life. Please contact me today at ChooseTheRightChapter.com. That's ChooseTheRightChapter.com. 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle. I don't know if you know this, Nickelback is coming back. We're going to be at the White River Amphitheater on June 30th. Do I ever know it? Oh, I know you. I the date on my stomach. Oh, you know it. And you would like tickets. I know you would. Especially if you tattooed, you know, their name on your stomach. I got a way for you to get tickets, and it's really, really easy. All you got to do is just listen to us on the Odyssey app. That's it. Log in and listen to KISW on the Odyssey app or on KISW.com. That's how you can win. You get one entry for every hour you listen. Every hour you listen is another entry, another shot at winning Nickelback tickets. How many entries do I get for having Nickelback across my stomach? I feel like uh, the same as anybody who would just log in uh, and you logged in. I kind of want to do that, like the Tupac tattoo. Oh, yeah, <laughs> just that Nickelback? Nickelback. That's oh a great God, idea. I would pay to see that. I support this, and Danny's going to pay. Yeah. Oh, that would be a tough conversation with the wife. <laughs> uh, not that tough because, again, it's Nickelback. Then you find out she's the biggest Nickelback fan ever, yeah. and you get lucky that night. That's right. This is my favorite. Favorite tattoo. Yeah. You need to be shirtless all the time. You got to get that Odyssey app, though. You got to listen to us on the Odyssey app or listen online at KISW.com. Every hour you listen gets you another opportunity to win Nickelback tickets. All the info at KISW.com. Let's play Beat Mix. It's time to play the game. So everybody scream his name. Beat Mix. Don't be a loser. to the middle. And I have good news. Oh, I'm excited for good news. If you search Nickelback tattoos, you will not be disappointed. No, it is amazing how many people have Nickelback t- tattoos, including the guy who has a tram stamp one. It looks like he did it at home. It's so bad. I can't believe I'm actually looking at that photograph. Oh, oh somebody God. actually a did a... Photograph like where it's a picture of him in a photograph. And oh it was, uh, yeah, fantastic! Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> Look at this photograph. 
There are some good Nickelback tattoos out there, I tell you. Mm. Boy, some people some... might think that's oxymoronic, but okay. Mm. And then there's just some Nickelback Imagine tattoos. Imagine being at a show and you, like, you run into, like, what, like that time when I had Chad Kroger met him backstage at the Steel Panther show my band was playing at. If I was like, dude, I got to show you this. And I pull up my shirt and there's like, the look at this photograph Nickelback tattoo. <laughs> Has yeah. that ever happened to you before where you've like run it? Because I know you have a couple of band tattoos where you've run into somebody that of the band yes. and been like, oh, hey, check out. I, that happened to me yes. semi recently. And what, how, was, how was the response to that? Oh, they get stoked. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm happy the to hear that. From me. Oh, really? It was more like a cool man. It was my biohazard tattoo. Yeah. And I showed it to the drummer. And I think he was just tired because he had just played. And maybe he was thinking I was trying to get backstage because he was like saying hi quickly to a bunch of fans. And everyone's oh. trying to get backstage. I'm like, look, man, I got a biohazard tattoo. And he just kind of looked at me and goes, cool, man. And I was like, all right. That's, that's probably like the millionth one he saw. But I first interaction of my life. Was, all right. Like, all right. I'm, I am spent. But uh, I've always heard nothing but great things about Danny, the drummer mm-hmm. of Biohazard. So I, I didn't take it like, this guy sucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was just like, I was expecting a way cooler response. That's really funny. I've never, I don't, I don't really have any music tattoos, but the one I did get to show off was I have a picture of Brandon Lee tattooed, and I got to show James O'Barr, who is the original writer and everything of the comic book and did the movie, mm-hmm. and I got to show him in person, and that was ridiculously awesome. That's cool. And he said, cool, man. He said, All right. <laughs> well, I mean, there was a you know, young 20-something-year-old gal lifting her skirt up, yeah. so I don't think he had a problem with that. A little better than a dorky 20-something-year-old guy lifting his pants up. It's <laughs> all backstage, man. Take me backstage. Take me in my like backstage. Yeah, it's all about the canvas, man. All mm. about the canvas. Which band was it for you, Danny? Oh, it's a band that no one's ever heard of. It was called Patent Pending, and I got. I, they and were, you got a so you got a tattoo for this oh, band, dude. I was in love with that band in like 2007, and I just went. I was at a tattoo shop one day. I was like, "Do you want to put the this this rocket ship on me?" Which was the logo for mm-hmm. their band. And so now the guitarist plays for Bowling for Soup. Uh, I, and so I met. I went to go see Newfound Glory and Bowling for Soup, and I was like, "Dude, I got a patent pending tattoo." He's like. Oh my god, are you serious? Aww. And I was like, yeah, and he took a picture with it. That's cool. Like, this is awesome. Wait, cool oh, yeah. interaction. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like everybody really got a good interaction with their tattoo. <laughs> Wait, we have audio of me showing uh, Danny from Biohazard my tattoo. All right. Uh, <laughs> All right. Before I start planning my next music tattoo or any music tattoo, we do have a game we yes, need to get to. Oh, yeah, we should do that. Yeah. We have James from Everett. James, are you there? Yes, I am. All right, Steve, get out of here. Goodbye. For those playing at home, James has 60 seconds to answer 10 questions. You can pass all you want, but you do only get three guesses per question. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. Emma Stone plays Wichita in what horror comedy movie? Zombieland. Correct. In Risky Business, what song did Tom Cruise famously lip sync in his underwear to? All-time rock and roll. Correct. If you were born on Valentine's Day, what zodiac sign are you? Cash. Uh, in the healthcare field, what does the abbreviation EMT stand for? Emergency medical team? No. Cash. Uh, who directed and played the title character in the 2013 movie Don John? Oh, uh... What's his name? Pass. What is the only number that I, that has the same number of letters as its value? Zero? Nope. Five. Nope. Pass. Uh, what candy bar used Bart Simpson as a spokes character in their TV oh, ads? Uh, correct. What drink do you get when you add fresh fruit to red wine? 
No. Oh. Got three correct. Yeah, this is a tough one. This is a tough one. Uh, there was like one word, like it was on the tip of his tongue, and the other one he almost got. He just. Yeah, yep. it's true. Not going to continue because Steve is in the room. We'll see. We'll see if Steve can be better. Huh. I mean, yesterday, the, the second one wasn't so great for Steve, the yeah. second game. So, I mean, it's, it's a toss up. I blame the questions. Mm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Are you ready to play? Yeah. All right. Oh, thanks, Danny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Emma Stone plays Wichita in what horror comedy movie? Uh, I'm gonna go scream. No. Um, I know what you did last summer. No. Nope. Um, uh, Friday the Thirteenth. No. Oh. In Risky Business, what song did Tom Cruise famously lip sync to in his underwear? Old time rock and roll. Correct. If you're born on Valentine's Day, what zodiac sign are you? I don't know. Uh, Scorpio. Nope. A Virgo. Nope. Cancer. No. In the healthcare field, what does the abbreviation EMT stand for? Emergency medical. No. (laughs) Technician. Emergency medical technician. Correct. Who directed and played the title character in the 2013 movie Don John? Don Don Johnson. No. (laughs) Quentin Tarantino? No. That's I don't know. Uh, Johnny Depp. No. What is the only number that has the same number of letters as its value? Eight. Nope. Um, Ten. Nope. I don't even know. One? No. What candy bar used Two. Bart Sim- No. What oh. candy bar used Bart Simpson as a spokes character in the TV ads? Uh, Butterfinger. Correct. Oh. Let's see. One, two, three. It's a tie. Wow. Okay. How about a magic okay. trick? Yeah, good. Hey, James, thank you, man. You kept him from getting a song. That's a win for me, buddy. Yes, sir. There you go. You can try again, my friend. Disappointed. You are, yeah. How about a magic trick? Help me with that. I had an old magic trick where I had to have people count, and it had to be the same. And, and, they, and when they counted it out, it, it went to four spots. Four? Yeah, F-O-U-R. Mm. And that's, that's the one. I, I mean, I, I, my brain could not really put that, mm. that question together. I, I, you know what? Plus I mean, the timer and everything. Yeah, like, it is a weird thing, but it hit my sweet spot because yeah. of that, yep. dumb, that magic trick I did all those years ago for kids. I realized I was like, I'm not doing very well with this when yep. I guessed 10. Yeah. <laughs> T-E-N. <laughs> No. <laughs> Ten. Nope. Uh, and then the, two. I mean, if you no. spell it like an idiot. Yeah, yeah if you don't spell it correctly. T double. If double can be worth two, T double. Emma Stone played Wichita in Zombieland. Yeah. Oh, man, that was yeah. a fun movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Horror comedy. I think you were just listing off horror movies. Yeah, you weren't thinking the comedy. Scream is comedic. Is yeah. It, is well, it, I mean, they're all scary to me, so maybe I'm like. I thought. Eh. No, oh, no, scary, scary movies. Scary movies. Yeah. yeah that's originally, what of. originally, Scream was supposed to be a parody yeah. of horror movies, but then it turned into an actual serious movie. Mm-hmm. And then I know what you did last summer. Wasn't that a par- Wasn't mm-hmm. there a parody of that? I'm sure there was. I think that was, a, it was uh, also a scary, scary movie. movie. Yeah. 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 The author wrote a lot of those types so of So my bad, yeah. I was thinking of the movies that have been parodied, but I didn't think of the actual parodies. Jeez. Uh, let's see. Zodiac sign. Does anybody know if you're born on Valentine's Day what Zodiac sign you are? I know Capricorn is before it, but uh, I can't think of what's after Capricorn. Sagittarius. Aquarius. Oh, yes, it is. You know, as soon as you said it, I knew it. Capricorn and Aquarius are next to each other. Shout Uh, out to my dad, whose birthday's on the 16th. Oh, it's the dawning of the age of of Aquarius. Aquarius. Oh, my God. Uh, Does anybody know who directed and played the title character in the 2013 movie Don John? So it is directed and played the title character. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. I I don't know this movie. Oh, it's I don't know this either. It's kind of sexy. But it's also, like, very hitting, hard-hitting. It is... The guy from uh, 500 Days of Summer. I can't yep. think of his Joseph name. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. That guy. 
Oh, yeah. I don't know that movie at all. And his dad is played by Tony Danza in that oh, movie. Wow. Scarlett Johansson's his girlfriend. Does his dad play a character named Tony? I think so. Yes. I am pretty Thank sure. Thank you, Tony Danza. <laughs> he never disappoints with that. But basically, he's just a horn dog and banging a bunch of chicks. And then Scarlett oh. Johansson's his, his uh, girlfriend. No, he plays John Sr. If oh, it's Don oh, John. Um, Don John. I thought it was a spoof off of Don, you know, the... Tony, uh-huh. you're supposed to always be Tony in, in movies. Maybe it'd be TV. funny if he won like an award, and this is the first time he played someone na- not named Tony, and that was the that was the thing that was holding him back all this time. Uh, there's sometimes when you watch movies or shows, you can't see them as anybody else at, except mm-hmm. as the character or at a previous character or the actor. So all I think of is Tony. Yeah, like yeah. I, I honestly thought it was Tony because I thought he's always Tony. Yeah, not in yeah. this case. Well, I was wrong. Congratulations, yes, you, you did not lose. <laughs> but you know what? You were right in asking those questions because Steve got a tag. I like that. No, I like that the the catch the, the tagline for the movie Don John, it says everyone loves a happy ending. Oh. Oh, oh wow. I remember wanting to watch that movie and I never watched it because I thought it would Dude, be it's ten years old now. Yeah, it's yeah. Old now. Well, and I don't know how well it did. I mean, it's getting six and a half out of ten, which is not horrible on um, IMDB, but I don't know what the uh, RT what the tomato people say. But it doesn't look like a movie that I'd want to watch. So someone would have Aww. to tell me it's an amazing movie to want to watch this movie. It's got 80% on Tomato Meter, 58 on the audience score. Oh, wow. So the critics oh, love it. Audience not so much. not my kind of movie. No. Critics I, like it. I think people think it's going to be... It's a sexy movie. There's a lot of sex that goes on in the movie, but it's a lot deeper than just that. I'm not going to watch a movie because no. it's sexy. No. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Just other not, movies I can yeah. watch. Yeah, we're not 13 anymore, right? Right, right. Yeah, I don't need to watch, like, you know, like, Basic Instinct with hopes right. of, like, oh, there'll be a sex scene. Like, I, that, I have a Phone. I have access to sex scenes. Do you but, remember those days when you were a kid? Just like, oh, yes. there might, there might be boobies in this movie. I'm gonna watch it. Nine mean, and a half weeks or yeah. something. There's a sex scene I hear. We should watch it. Yeah. May or may not been the reason why I rented Eight Mile from Blockbuster. Oh, <laughs> the Eminem movie. Yeah, because yeah. there was a sex scene in it. Yeah, it was Brittany Murphy. I yep. remember that. Oh yeah, you're right. Yep. Oh wow. Teenage me was like, I'm curious. Okay. <laughs> Well, you know what? Mm. Whatever you need to do. But now, thank you, Pornhub. Yeah. Yes. And all of the websites like it. Yes. <laughs> there were some people that were waiting nearly four hours in line to do something that lasts only ten minutes. What is it? <laughs> Brothel. Sorry. Oh, not that, Danny. Because no one's going to wait four hours for that. Uh, hey, uh, I'll tell you, it's 717. BJ and Migs. Mornings on The Rock. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle. It was the end of an era. As Disney World's Splash Mountain Ride closed on Monday in Florida. I had no idea that it was even going away. Well, yes. What does that mean? Is it's it now going, called like Splish Splash Mountain or Wet Mountain? <laughs> it's going away, quote unquote, but they're really just re-theming it. 
Oh, so it's the same ride, but with a new name. Yes, and like, but like to the point of like when Disney rethemes something, especially when they close it down for months on end, it's going to be compl- it's going to look completely different and have a completely different feel. But it, it, from what I understand, it's still going to be a splash like log type ride. Got you. Yeah. It's no connection yeah. to R. Kelly or anything, right? Yeah. No. Right. I think so. Okay, okay, good. good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Danny's right. It's being redesigned as a new ride called Tiana's Bayou Adventure based on the Princess and the Frog. I don't even know that one yet. Oh, you, the Princess you, and the good Frog. Oh, it's yeah. a good one. Great. Another it's relatively new, isn't it? It's like, is yeah. it five to ten years old, that one? Yeah, a little over ten, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Oh, really? And oh, it's that, it's, it's really that old now. It's okay. clearly that popular that they want to read rebrand a very yeah. popular ride yeah and it was what it was like kind of like uh big for the day because it was they were doing like all the like rapunzels and the mm-hmm. frozen like how it's kind of like that like cgi mm-hmm. look whereas like that one was kind of back to the original disney animation oh yeah yeah and back in 2009 2009 yeah. is yeah. princess and the frog and oh. it's it's pretty fun it's, steve because it's based in new orleans okay yeah. so oh. it's got a good and it, uh, it, fun it's, music it's, is it a new one with the new the crawdads Oh, I don't see her. Okay, oh, so there she is. Like, there you go. Is. Yeah. yeah, that's the one I remember. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I might have to check it. I might have to have Tatum yeah. experience this because she loves. Obviously, she's a kid. She loves princesses. It's a good one. Yeah, it's an old story, and I don't know if Disney ever did it or if they just decided because you know the the, the princess that kisses the frog is yep. an old story, but mm-hmm. the, like I said, this was new. But two thousand nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. And it's really. I mean, like to be honest with you, I I fully. Th- I'm in in on them retheming it because the, I don't know if you know what the old one was uh, based off the, the splish ma- or splish splish splash mountain was themed on another movie an old Disney movie that was not so great oh, okay yeah oh, okay so they're getting with the times they're getting with the times yeah, yeah. I, I honestly all these years I didn't even know it was connected to a movie I just thought it was just a mountain that splashes you yeah oh what was the fun the, ride uh, was, the it the, was it the song of the south yep, yep. yeah they had to get rid of that one yeah they did. Okay. Yeah, they did. They were like, "Whoops! I hey. guess we made movies then, and we, we, this is not okay anymore." As long as I can go on a log and get wet, I'm happy. Yeah, <laughs> that's a whole different mountain. Yeah, yeah. You can find that anywhere, but uh, yeah. So uh, I guess it's opening sometime next year, like Danny said. So they'll have it closed down for a bit. Uh, Disneyland in California, uh, which is, of course on our side, our side of the world, uh, that Splash Mountain is still going, but they say they're going to close that too and redesign that. Probably do the same thing. Yeah, I'd imagine it once they're done doing it the first go round. I saw oh, a video, yeah. dude, because yeah. I get to close down on Monday, and it was a spectacle. Like, not just people riding, obviously, but like tons of people just gathered around Splash Mountain to watch people ride for the yeah. last time, cheering them on, like as if they were like watching, you know, I don't know, like a farewell baseball game for like you know Derek Jeter people were making memorials with all the stuffed animals uh, from yeah. the song okay. of the south to is it like as a in remembrance of Splash Mountain like, farewell it's yeah. so hard to say goodbye yeah yeah it's kind of like North Lake Tavern I mean just people have <laughs> a big line yeah because yeah. they know it's closing but you don't get pizza in this you just get wet yeah 220 minutes people were waiting oh, uh, that's like 3 hours and 40 minutes at, at it's peak time wow that's like uh, yeah I, oof, I that's not me Dude, and, it was uh, crazy. Like, it was like a final run, like where people were cheering him on, and then afterwards, like the crew did a run where everyone's cheering. Like, look at all these people just watching and cheering at like eleven, yeah, eleven thirty at, at night, saying goodbye to a ride. <laughs> I love like the cast members are like waving, like farewell. 
We'll still be working here, but farewell. <laughs> yeah. See you tomorrow at the Honda Mansion. And then it was, of course, you had to have like the touching ending. I mean, who better to ride the very last last um, Splash Mountain ride? Nobody. Oh. oh. Went by itself. Look at that. For a big farewell. I'm trying to find that one. There it is. Yeah. The Empty Log. The Empty Log. It was Walt's Ghost. It was Walt's yeah. Ghost. Yeah. That's, it's very quaint looking when you think of what they do now for rides at all these places. Something as simple looking as that, you know, I mean, it's just a little log going around it. Like, 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 it's just so quaint compared to like that, you know, whatever the Star Wars stuff and all that, the stuff that they do at Disney World yeah. and Disneyland. Splash Mountain was top three ride for me. Oh, it was awesome. I love Splash Mountain. On a hot day? Yeah. And it, or even on a cold day. And then you could just, it's, there was some times where we went and there was no line. So the employees would just be like, you guys want to go again? And we wouldn't have to get off the oh. log and you just keep going. Oh, just, that's just great. Sit there and just, I mean, but then you're just drenched and you're cold. Take a, take a change of clothes, man. Okay. There's a bathroom right there. You could change after and be like, yeah. Oh, you, don't, oh, just, oh you just don't go naked? That's what they tell you to do. You when could go naked if you'd like. When you're in the wild and it's cold and whatever, if your clothes get wet when it's really cold, they say you got to take them off. Picture uh, Danny taking all his clothes yeah. off and be like, don't worry, this is about to get weird. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing it because they said that on a nature show. That's what I should do. Huh? <laughs> it's the lukewarm topic of the day. So Disney World Splash Mountain is closed, and it won't be long before Disneyland Splash Mountain is closed, too. People waited hours in line for a chance to ride it on Monday. So based on this, we want you to finish this sentence. Looking back on it, I'm so glad that I got to do blank. 206-803-ROCK, that's our new number where you can call us or text us. Finish this sentence. Looking back on it, I'm so glad that I got to do blank. Your calls, your texts after Candlebox. On the Rock. BJ and Migs. Mornings on the Rock. 99.9 KISW. 99.9 KISW, the Rock of Seattle. So uh, Disneyland Splash, I should say Disney World Splash Mountain is closed. Uh, they're saying that Disneyland is going to be soon the same deal. People, though, uh, for Disney World's final Splash Mountain ride, they waited hours for a chance to do that ride on Monday. Uh, based on this, we want you to finish this sentence. Looking back on it, I am so glad that I got to do blank. You can call us or text us at 206-803-ROCK. That's 206-803-ROCK. Uh, one texter said that I was able to see Metallica before Cliff Burton passed away. That must have been pretty oh, epic. Nice. You know, yeah, yeah. That was a very, very, very long time ago. But that's oh, that would have been amazing to be able to look back. I'm glad you did. I think about, like someone said uh, I was able to see Crane Griffey Jr. before... Uh, uh, when he got his number retired, his jersey number got retired. So that was pretty cool. That's it. That is cool. He, I mean, he really is, you know, one of the best of his era. And he was in an era where people were, you know, alleged to do a lot of things to make themselves good. And he was never a guy accused of that. Just seemed like raw talent for that kid. Uh, a lot of like different, like I think about that too, like different like athletes getting this in play. Because for me, I think it's I'm able to be able to look back and say that I got to see one of the greatest, if not the greatest, hockey player of all time play hockey. Oh, at, at Wayne Gretzky. Oh, I, I I didn't know you got to see the great one. Yeah, well, when I was growing up in New York. He wasn't. I mean, I would have been awesome to see him back when he was with the Edmonton Oilers, obviously, or even the LA Kings when he was like. A, but when he played with the New York Rangers, my buddy's family had season tickets, so we would go to quite a few games. Got to see him and Mark Messier, and like I look back on like not being a Rangers fan, but being fans of both of those players and being able to see them play was. Something I'll always remember. I totally forgot he played for the Rangers. For a while, yeah. yeah I totally forgot time. Yeah, for a minute. Yeah. 
That's a cool. That's a cool thing. I mean, when yep. you get to see like wh- arguably the greatest one to play the sport to be able to see that person play live. Yeah, that's kind of like always one of those things where I like even as much as it pains me, like they had to see him beat the Seahawks, but to see Tom Brady play in a Super Bowl. Yeah, like I wish it wasn't. I wish I got to see him lose in a Super Bowl. That would have been great. It was close. Cooler. Yeah, you almost did. I know. Almost did. And as a geeky wrestling fan and being an obsessive uh, Dusty Rhodes fan, it's still crazy to think because like Dusty Rhodes at the time, like him and Ric Flair, they didn't really go to the East Coast. Like it wasn't like a New York a territory that they would wrestle at. But one time NWA and AWA put on like this super show at the Meadowlands in New Jersey. And my parents took me. It was like in 1985, dude. This is how long ago it was. But I got to see Dusty Rhodes take on Ric Flair in a match. Yeah. Road Warriors, like some of the icons. Yeah, I, there, there's there's so much. I mean, this career has blessed we, me with the opportunity to do some really really cool things. So I get to look back on and go, yeah, I got to do that. I got to. I mean, that's the wonderful thing. The thing that I I feel like is the greatest thing is is whoever you might think is the greatest comedian today, whoever you think that might be, uh, Carrot Top. Yeah, Carrot Top. You know, and that's the thing. It's like. Years ago, Sam Kinison was the greatest comedian of our of that generation. In the '90s, there was nobody better. I mean, you know, Andrew Dice Clay definitely was popular, but Sam also was, I think, equally as popular and had, in my opinion, a lot better material. He sure. was he was a better comic, and I got to do a week of radio with him. He uh, it was so insane that he was touring Western New York, and because the guy that I work with. Weeze had put Sam on his show before anybody knew who Sam Kinison was. That Sam returned the favor. He said, Weeze, I have shows in Buffalo. I have shows in Syracuse. I have shows all around this area. I will drive to those shows, then come back the next morning and do your show. We will do it for a full week leading up to the Rochester show. Now, you wonder how a human being could, you know, <laughs> maintain that schedule. Mm-hmm. It was the late 80s, early 90s. So, you know what? There was everybody had a little help. Red Bull. Uh, yeah, Red Bull. Yes. Red Bull gave everybody wings. But, I, I, you know, like he was such a dynamic performer. He was massively popular. And to just be in the same studio with him for a week, I right where you are, Steve, I stood next to him and you we were, did radio together. I and felt his essence. Dude, it was, it was, it was like one of the greats. He was yeah. so good good at his craft and um and an amazing story a former minister really who then all of a sudden decided you know what i'm not going to be religious anymore and went the other way and just became one of the you know the most brilliant filthy comedians that were ever out there and yeah, like uh, kevin uh yeah kevin hart just hanging out for a week in studio with us like he yeah, was an arena yeah, rock guy yeah exactly an arena he, arena comic that's that's a great way to put it yeah, yeah. having kevin he was the kevin hart of the time that was like, like Joe Coy hanging. Oh wait, that has happened. Oh man, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Just Joe does arenas. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's just a whole week with somebody with That's no. Fun. Yeah, and to me, I was like, whoa. And you know, I was relatively new in the business, so I didn't even realize what a big deal it was until now. I look back on it, going, yeah, wow. Yeah, that was that was a huge thing to be a part of. A week of radio with Sam Kennison. So I, say I got to see Nirvana's last concert in Seattle before Kurt uh, committed suicide. I never got to see Nirvana. That's definitely one I wish I could have been able to say yeah. I've seen. Just to be able to experience them live. Obviously, watched a ton of bootleg videos, and they always look pretty interesting. Some shows better than others, but it would have been amazing to be at one of those shows. All right, Vicky. so how about you? Uh, looking back on it, what are you glad you got to do? Well, I've actually gotten to do a lot of really cool things with the station, and one of the things I'm glad I got to do and it was because my buddy bugged me. He's like, if this was my team, I would be doing this. So I got, it was glad, I was glad that after the Seahawks won the Super Bowl, 
I was able to go to Pioneer Square and experience the madness, like literally that night of. And I was able to talk about it the next day and everything. And I think that push from him and like, oh, well, I'll be able to talk about it tomorrow. But it was unreal. And I wouldn't have done it otherwise. But I'm glad I did it. It was chaos. Like people were climbing up light poles. Everyone's just honking, having the time of their life. Like I felt like no rules, but everyone was chill. Like it was anarchy, but without anybody getting hurt technically. It was so much fun. I hope I can do that again someday. Difference between Seattle and Philadelphia. When Philadelphia, you know, if they ever win anything, God for, God forbid if the Eagles win the Super Bowl, I don't know Mm-mm. if that city will survive it. Mm-mm. Oh, Grady will take care of everybody. <laughs> yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Grady, their leader, will yeah. stop all the chaos. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. So it's a looking back. I'm glad I waited. And Vicky just provided something that you appreciate, too. I waited six hours to meet and greet and get an autograph from Stan Lee back in 2017 at, in Florida at Megacon. Oh. I think that was maybe the longest and the last autograph I stood in line for because I think it was like a two-hour, three-hour thing. Yeah, you know what sucks about our job? And Vicky, I, I feel badly that I didn't do better to try to get you to say shake hands with the guy. Because when you're backstage and working an event, you can go two ways. You can be that guy just pushing your way through everything because you think you're a guy, so you should get. Or you let the fans have it and you just be a professional. And I kind of did the latter, and Vicky was there. And I, because and, I want, look, I love Stan Lee too. So it was so weird that Vicky and I, two generations, had such love for the same guy for, you know, whatever, for your reasons and my reasons. I, I saw him from a distance, but never. Never actually met him. If it makes you feel better, I did not. Uh, I was not mad at you for being the professional because I'm. I'm glad I was being the professional too. But I got to meet him on my own time as a fan. Oh, you sat on his lap. No, I did. I, I wanted to. No. Oh, I thought you did. No, I got. I got close <laughs> to him because I was posing. Because you know you got to suck in the gut and everything. So I, I instinctively put my hand on his chair. And he kind of looks a little, like, uncomfortable in the picture. Oh, he's like, what, what are you doing, lady? And he's like, why is she holding my chair? Don't rock the chair. What are you doing? No, if I sat on him, like, he was a tiny old man. He really I was. Broke he, was him. he was a frail boy. Uh, yeah, that, that, uh, though, Vicky, if anybody could sit on him, it would be you. A guy like me, I probably would have broke the man. And that would have been, you probably would have gotten blacklisted for that. I would have been, yeah. It would have been, been a thing. Let's go to Todd in Tacoma. Todd, you are on the rock. Hey, Todd, welcome to the show. How about you? What's the last thing that you were looking back on that you're so glad you got to do? Well, you brought up Kinnison, and I was at his last concert down in Tacoma just before he died. Oh, damn, yeah. Where in Tacoma was this show? I think it was at Temple Theater. Oh, nice. Uh, But yeah, me and a bunch of buddies went down there, caught him, had a great time, and then I know he flew out to go get married, and then, you know, he died like the following Friday in the car wreck. Oh, I didn't know he was in the Northwest that... I did. I yeah, right before, right before he left. Wow. Yeah. So, it, yeah we, it, I didn't uh, even know that until it was like last, like a couple months ago. Somebody else posted something and said, "Yeah, that was his last concert." I'm like, "Really? I wish I had the stuff still." And you know the irony of it all, you know, because because yeah. I, I, you know I had I, uh, Jimmy Schubert was one of the outlaws of comedy, and so uh, Jimmy and I got to get, get close because we were basically the side guys because Weez was the main star of the show, Sam was the main star of his show, so they really bonded. So me and the outlaws sort of hung out because we were kind of the same tier, and so oh, I got you, to like, know me I, and the outlaws like you're part of the like, were you well, all black? Uh, yeah, yeah, we were. Well, they were the outlaws of comedy. What do you want? And uh, but you know Jimmy, I we had a conversation, and he was like, the sad thing was is that Sam had cleaned him his, his whole life up. He had he was really good. He was clean and sober, and it wasn't. And every, nobody would ever thought that he would have left this planet uh, in a clean and sober way. That was mm-hmm. the irony. It was like just a car crash. It had nothing to do with what they thought would take him out. Would be was his former lifestyle, and it just didn't do it. Uh, one of the great ones, no doubt about it. Sam Kinison was was an amazing talent, and I've said it before. I have never seen anybody give every f- customer 
the the attention and the kindness. He was one of the kindest people I had ever met, which, you know, just doesn't match the persona you see on stage. You'd think he'd be screaming and yelling all the time. He was just such a kind man. So uh, I was so happy to spend that time. That's a good legacy to have, especially with the character that he was on stage. Yeah. There's a chat going on online about whether or not a robot bartender deserves a tip. I'm going to tell you all about this at 7.50 on The Rock. Today's podcast was brought to you by Travis Gagne, bankruptcy attorney. He's here right now and has agreed to answer more of your questions about bankruptcy. How much does bankruptcy cost? Usually with my office, we we do a flat fee that includes all your court costs, filing fees, credit counseling, credit reports in one cost. In Chapter 13 cases, that usually starts at about $900 uh, with Chapter 7 cases. So total costs, including all your court costs, attorney fees, is usually about $1,500. We offer payment plans on Chapter 7, so you can start a file with my office for as little as $200. You can send your creditor calls to us. We'll take your creditor calls while you get gather up your information and, and pay, make payments on the rest of the fees. With Chapter 13 cases, uh, we can make payment arrangements in most cases as well and get your case filed even sooner in a Chapter 13 case because of the reorganization aspect to it. Thanks, Travis. If you have more questions about bankruptcy, you can reach out to Travis anytime at choosetherightchapter.com. That's choosetherightchapter.com. Thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.